This is your Frederick Real Estate Update, a conversation about the regional real estate market with tips for buyers and sellers. Your hosts, REMAX Results' Darren Ahern and Presidential Bank Mortgage's Terry Kernan. Hey, folks. Welcome back to your Frederick Real Estate Update. I hope you are having a wonderful weekend. I am Darren Ahern with REMAX Results, as you know, bringing you over 19 years of helping all of our awesome buyers and sellers out there in Maryland and Pennsylvania. And normally, I would have my wingman sitting right next to me, but he's not here from Presidential Bank Mortgage, Mr. Terry Kernan. Um, I'll tell you where he's at. He is right now down in Ocean City with his beautiful wife riding their bikes in 85-degree weather, just having a great time enjoying the weather in Ocean City. Not really. He's down there. I don't know if they're down there or not, but whoever's in Ocean City right now, you are having a lot of fun. I used to live down there, and we had stores on the boardwalk in, in college when I was in college, and and uh, I don't ever remember too many winters. I know that where we got a foot of snow and 40 mile winds and blizzard conditions and all that kind of stuff, but they are getting it. So any of our listeners that are down in Ocean City, I'm sure you guys are hunkered down and um, enjoying your hot chocolate near the boardwalk. So, all right, we're going to get right in today's program. Terry, I think he had called it. Is that correct? All right, Terry, are you there? I am here. Hey, man, you surviving down there in Ocean City in the snow blizzard or what? Well... Actually, Darren, I did a, um, I took a left turn, (laughs) and Mary Susan and I went to Las Vegas yesterday. You went where? We're in Las Vegas. You're in Las Vegas, you're in Vegas right now. All right, I don't know, you went out to go gambling and get away from the snow and all that, so. All right, let's get into, uh, don't, bring us back some money and all that. I hope you're having a good time, so bring back some good money, and I hope you guys win some good stuff. So that's a fun thing to get away and make a left-hand turn instead of a right-hand turn, so. All right, um, give us an update on what's happening in the mortgage world this last week. So what's happening in the mortgage world is we are experiencing higher rates. Um, There's a lot of pressure on the rates, and it's all because of what we're seeing with the um, with the uh, with the market, with the inflation, okay? Anybody that's watching the markets going, why is my 401k taking a dive? It's because of inflation. Why are interest rates going up? It's because of inflation. So what we're seeing is we're seeing a definite increase in rates because of inflation. And I don't think it's going to, rates are not going to drop. The only thing that can really do, um, that can really drop the rates is if Russia invades Ukraine, which looks, um, looks like it's going to happen, but, um, if it gets more of a, if it's more than what they expected, then what we're going to see is we're going to see a decrease even more in the stock market, and then we're going to see a, a decrease in rates. But right now, we're looking at inflation, and that's what's driving it. So inflation is what's driving everything pretty much right now with the volatility and what we're seeing overall, right? Yeah. I mean, you know, what I've talked about in the past shows, Darren, is is basically transitory inflation. And I kept saying, you know, I don't think that it's really transitory. And it's come out that it really wasn't transitory inflation. 
So what we're taking a look at is we're taking a look at the Fed has to start raising rates. They met this week, and they're basically going to have their first increase in um, cost of funds in March, and they will probably raise rates three times uh, by the end of 2022. And the, um, so if they raise them in March, basically we have already factored in that we've already factored in that increase, but it's what's going to happen in, if we raise them in March, what's going to happen in June and September, they're probably going to raise them again. All righty. That's what people want to know, obviously. Um, nobody, all the buyers, as you well know, are panicking and wanting to lock in, and they definitely don't want to, um, you know, have to, to worry about that. I had a friend of mine out in Ohio, and he was asking me about worrying about refinance and all this, and what he has to do and um, and what that might look like. And I said, hey, it's uh, you got to take what you can get, you know. And um, I can tell you now it's not going to go down from what we can see and all that. So, all right, let's get right into today's stuff, Terry. The, the big thing um, I'm dealing with now, as I told you earlier, is a lot of people looking at land. They're looking to buy land and to get away from the communities or so and just get land, two acres, five acres. I've got two buyers right now. In fact, after the program today, I'm going down to Wood. Buying, and I'm looking at a property, a piece of land that these guys are going to go ahead and probably put in a cash offer in. And the thing I've always said about land is it's really complex. Land is a whole different animal than residential housing, just like commercial is so much different as well. And I only do very small tidbit pieces of it and all that. But, Terry, you are the master with land and loans. You've done a lot of loan construction, um, you know, stuff like that. So here's the questions that I get from a lot of people when it comes to, um, unless they're doing cash, if they're getting a loan and all that um, they want to know, is it harder to get a loan for land than buying a home? Go ahead. The answer is yes. Um, basically, what you're taking a look at, Darren, is that when somebody is buying a piece of land, the first thing that we want to know is, are, what are you going to do with it? Are you buying it for speculation? If you buy a piece of land for speculation, it's a it's a tougher loan to get because when the market crashed in 2008, 2009, 2010, we've been through this a hundred times. But when the market crashed, what you had was anybody that bought a piece of land, a lot of them foreclosed on that land. Why? Because land look, is looked at as an alligator. And, and, and why do I say an alligator? An alligator means that if I own a piece of land and I can't build on it, I can't um, live on it, I can't do this, I can't do that, then all I do is make a payment on it. So if times get tough, what I'm going to do is give up my piece of land, right? That makes the most sense is, is that's the highest risk loan that there is out there is a piece of land. So when a piece of land um, goes up for sale, um, the hardest loan to get is a land loan because when things turn and when things look bad, basically the first thing to go is 
you know, I'm going to give up my piece of land before I'm going to give up my piece of, um, you know, my regular home, my primary residence. So that's kind of what you're taking a look at. So with a land loan, there's not a lot of banks that do them. We actually do do them. And we ask for two things. We ask for 35% down payment. That 35% basically is a down payment that we know that you're not going to walk away from the loan. And the second thing that we look for is that you're going to build on that piece of land in the next three years. So if you can say that, yes, I'm going to build on the land in the next three years, and I'm going to give you 30, 35% down, what we're going to do is we're going to give you that land loan, okay? So that's the biggest difference with a land loan versus a um, you know new construction or resale. What we're taking a look at there is you can do a loan with as little as 3 or 5% down, but the land loan is something that is a very high-risk loan, and we're going to charge you a higher rate. And we're going to ask for more money down so we as a bank are protected. So, yes, what you're saying about land loans is exactly right. Not a lot of people want to do them. But right now, you and I were talking this uh, week is, I, what is it, 93 homes are for sale that are resales? Um, yeah, right now um, it's 102 today, and we're going to talk about that there on Thursday. Thursday we broke a record, something that's never happened in my experience, and I mean maybe back in the day, but in the last 19 years that I've been tracking inventory in Frederick County in our whole local area for homes and resales, we were at 99 at one point last year, but only for a day. And this Thursday, it was almost like the stock market. It broke a record, but it wasn't the record that we're hoping for. It was 93 resale homes in all of Frederick County. And normally, we would have somewhere between 600 and plus. So what are your thoughts on that? Like, what do you think about the hat? Well, I mean, what we're taking a look at, and you and I talk about it all the time, and, it, and we don't want to sound like a, a, you know, we're beating a dead horse, but the bottom line is, is that there is no inventory. And it's so frustrating when what we've been doing, you and I and every other, you know, lender and realtor, is we're stockpiling prospects, okay? And those prospects are saying, I want to buy a house. And you and I look at them and we say, okay, that's great. Um, fasten your seatbelt. It's going to be a wild ride. But the fact that there was only 93 resales uh, in Frederick County, and we're talking resales. We're not talking new construction because those are always there and blah, 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 blah. And we've always talked about it. But 93 resales is an awfully small amount of homes to be on the market um and you sent me the the list and i went through the list and i was like wow this is just not there's just not a lot there so it's all about supply and demand you and i who have been doing this radio show for five years um i don't think we look as smart as we really are for the simple fact that i believe that by this time we would have a lot more homes on the market, and we have seen nothing. That, I mean, we've seen less homes on the market than you or 
than you and I have ever imagined. Yeah, there's no doubt about it, no doubt. So, yeah, um, hopefully that's going to change, and I was going to basically talk about that. Like, I have about five listings, about five sellers that are ready in about the next 30 days or less, um, it, it seems like. Uh, most of them have been planning to get their home on the market. I had one that was going to wait, and um, they they surprised me. They're going to go to Florida a little bit sooner than they thought, and um, they're, they're tired of the weather. How's that? That was an easy one to get the heck out of Maryland. So here's the question I have for you, Terry. You said that with the 35% down payment for a lot loan, um, um, you have to build in the next three years. What happens to a person that does not build a home within three years? What happens? So the loan that we do for a lot loan is we encourage people to build within the next three years. So you buy a lot, you get the plans, you get the builder, you pull it all together, you get the costs. You figure it all out. You list your house. You, you get ready to go. But basically, if it doesn't happen in three years, it's not the end of the world. What we do is we basically extend your loan. We extend the loan. But <clears throat> we want to know when are you going to start building. If you want to buy a lot for speculation purposes, we are not interested in doing that lot loan. That's the bottom line. If, if I don't know of any banks out there that are interested in doing a lot loan for speculation. Now, three years ago, you could have bought a lot and you could sell it for probably 35% more. And, but we are not interested in that. And a lot of people aren't interested in lending on a lot that you're not going to build for three, four, five, six years. So what we do is we basically uh, we basically extend your loan, and um, we extend your loan. Okay, big question. Everybody wants to know: Are the interest rates any different between a lot loan and building an, and a, just getting a house, just getting a regular loan for a house? Yes, there's a big difference there, Dan, because. Let's think about this. When you buy a house, I can sell your loan to Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac. I can sell it on the secondary market. And basically what we're taking a look at is we get the most competitive rates available because anybody buying loans, that's the loan that they want to buy, right? Our first time or second time, we're looking at a, a first mortgage loan. If somebody says, <clears throat> I want to buy a lot, well, the first thing that we say is, well, it's a high-risk loan. So what are we going to do with a high-risk loan? We're going to require more money down, which is 35%. We're also going to charge more, okay? So on a, the interest rate on a, a land loan is going to be higher, you know, probably in the 6% range that you're taking a look at because – People don't want land loans on their books. That's the bottom line. Wow, 6%. Somebody out there listening, Terry, I can promise you right now, either almost swerved off the road here in Frederick area or they dropped their coffee or hot chocolate at home. Um, because, you know, we're seeing right now 35 to 4% is an average is what we're seeing right now, which is the regular loan for a house. 
But to get up towards five or six percent, you know, people are just like, holy cow, that's that's getting back to like you start sounding like you got a disco ball and parachute pants from the 1980s, man. Um, and that's about risk and all that kind of stuff. All right, here's the big thing, too. People ask all the time, do you need more? Do I have to have more documentation to get a lot loan? No, it's the same exact thing that we look at when you buy a normal home. Basically, we look at four things. We look at your income. We look at your credit. We look at your funds to go to closing. We look at your job stability, especially since COVID hit two years ago. Job stability, which usually wasn't the number one thing that we looked at. We always look at credit. We always look at this. We always look at that. Since COVID hit, um, we really, really, really look at job stability. So, no, it's the same exact um, guidelines that we take a look at for a new home, a resale home uh, that we do on a lot loan. But the key is we want to make sure that you can handle that lot loan payment with whatever mortgage payment you have now or if you're going to rent whatever uh, rental payment that you have. All righty. I got one more question for you out there before you go gambling all your money away this morning with your beautiful wife. Do you, um, do you have as a lender, I know there, there are like environmental test ones or just basic things about the lot. Is there anything as a lender that you require that you guys look for that could be something that's a little worrisome, if you will? Um, you know, like I said, about a lot, environmental test or anything about the lot that, that, is really important to know about if it's resource conservation or fro and all these other things that, um, you know, could be part of it, covenants, you name it, HOA, there's a gazillion things. And that's what I'm going to take all of our listeners through. Probably next week, we're going to start on the entire process, start to finish of everything I pay attention to and look for to help a buyer so they, they do not buy a piece of land and regret buying it later. Is there anything you're worried about with when someone's buying a lot as a requirement for a lender? My number one thing that I look at when somebody's buying a lot is if it is such a great deal, there's a reason why it's such a great deal. Okay. And what I mean by that, Darren, is if somebody calls me and says, Hey, I got this $50,000 lot. In Frederick County, it's a acre lot, and it's only $50,000. And my thing is, there's a reason it's only $50,000. What is the reason? It could be that a well and septic is not approved. It's not perked. Uh, they had trouble perking the property. The biggest thing that you and I deal with, um, with resale homes, uh, or not the biggest thing, but one of the biggest things that you and I deal with is septic systems that are going bad, okay? The, the, the water levels are rising, whatever the case may be. So when you're buying a lot, I want to make sure that you're buying a lot that's buildable. It doesn't make sense to get this unbelievably great deal on a lot if you can't build on it, right? It doesn't make sense. What's going to happen if you buy a lot for $50,000, it's three acres, and you can't get a well, you can't get a septic because of the, you know, it's all rock. You, you know, you just bought a big rock. Then what happens is basically you can't build on that. So you're going to be like, well, I want to sell the lot, and now I've got a problem child. 
So when you're looking to buy a, a lot, I want to make sure that that lot is basically going to be buildable. If it's not buildable, I don't want to do that loan. Why do I not want to do that loan? Because I don't want to set you up for failure. And the biggest thing that you look at with a lot is if something happens, is this lot resellable and is this lot buildable? So the biggest thing that we take a look at is not only when are you going to build, but can you build? So that's kind of what we take a look at with the lots. All righty. Good stuff. Good stuff. All right, my friend. Um, oh, if I can ask you, if you don't mind disclosing everybody, what hotel? you staying at a hotel out there in Vegas? Oh, yeah. We're staying at the Mirage. Um, and we got in yesterday. Mary Sue and I flew out yesterday. And uh, we haven't been out to Vegas since uh, 2020. And it's kind of nice. You know, it's very um, masks are everywhere. You know, if you're sitting at the if you're sitting in a restaurant, they want you to walk in with a mask. If you're sitting at the at a uh, blackjack table or whatever the case may be, they want you to have a mask. So it's it's not as much of the wild wild west that I thought it would be. Um, you know, the plane was very secure. You know, Mary Sue and I have not flown on a plane for two years, um, but we felt comfortable enough to move forward and kind of get back into what we'd like to do. Uh, and that is travel. And, you know, I said to you um, earlier this, you know, uh, three or four shows ago, you know, my goal was to travel more. So we're out to Vegas. The weather is um, 65 in the day and about 37 to 40 in the night. So it's not like you're coming out here to escape that cold weather, but it's really, really nice to have um, – 65-degree weather during the day. Gotcha. Well, do me a favor while you guys are out there. Go to my favorite hotel. It is Aria. I love Aria. And um, they that's a cool, 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 cool hotel and place to, to hang out at as well. So, all right, my friend, take care. Thanks for um, giving us an awesome update on land. And next week when you're back, we're going to tackle it again with some different things and all that. And we'll see you now soon, okay? All right, Darren. Thanks so much. All right, buddy. Take Thanks. Care. All right, guys, check this out. Here we go. Numbers, numbers, numbers. Um, Here's the deal. Total actives, 227. We already talked about it. 102 today, and Thursday was 93, the lowest inventory on resale homes we've ever had, 18 average days in the market. Median price right now, the asking is 480 with a 526 average price. And as I've told you before, brand new construction, new home builds, single family home, three bedroom, two bath plus is over $600,000 still. It's actually in about the 618 range. Um, new construction, 125 of those coming soon. This is the number we're waiting on. 41. I was predicting we'd be at 70 to 90 by this time and we are not even close. So that's pretty daunting. 280 pending under contracts. If you remember, in the summertime, we had over a thousand. We had to get through the system, and now I was at a settlement yesterday up in Hanover, PA, um, with uh, with um, Lakeside Title, and I was asking uh, Nicole the uh, the uh, the um, processor, the settlement attorney, and she had basically. I asked her. I said, "Hey, what are you seeing? The pipeline, pipeline, pipeline coming down?" She said, "Oh yeah, but we're still doing good because there's still some of that." 
that leftover pipeline, but she said, we're a little worried about, you know, February, it's going to be uh, lower because there's always a 30 to 45 delay with the pipeline stuff. So I said, yeah, but hopefully we'll see things pick up and get more buyers and more inventory to get more buyers because the buyer demand is there and we're going to talk about it. Sold in the last 30 days, 260 average time, 19 days on the market and list of value price ratio was 99.7%. So that's down just a little bit. And the only reason why is that is I will be honest with you, buyers are all reluctant to go much above the asking price. Um, even though the inventory is low, there's still that a little bit of trepidation in some regards. Oh, I just got one um, in, De- um, I'm sorry, in Jefferson Place, one of the townhouses this last week under contract with a buyer. Um, and yeah, we were at 385, escalated to 410, didn't even need to use it. Didn't even need to use the escalation clause. That hasn't happened in months. And so I was like, this dynamic is really wild. And uh, they, my buyer's extremely thrilled and happy that they didn't have to go above the asking price at all. Um, we still did the as-is with an under-appraisal denim and all the things and conventional and all the things that caused the offer that I know doing so many of these to be in a very strong position to basically kick everybody else's butt out of the ring. Hallelujah. All right. <laughs> all right. Here's the deal with the next thing. I got about three minutes and this is really important this is a question that came in i loved it um i love your questions by the way you guys can call me uh text me i get them 240-344-1713 or you can call the radio station and do it here at 301-693 i'm sorry um uh it's i got my messed up it's uh 301-693-9463 i could believe her anyways you gotta listen in you'll get it you'll get it here's the question i got that's awesome since there's darren you mentioned so many times that there's so many buyer demand as an all-time high how many buyers do you think are looking for a home at any one given time in frederick county that is an amazing question right there that is really really good i had to think i had to stop and think about it get logical start crunching numbers on here's the bottom line is i've got two minutes left 5500 homes approximately sold last year in frederick county okay this year, it's predicted to be a little less, maybe 5,000 or so, and some of that may be just because of a lack of inventory and all that. Here are the facts. Um, we already said about inventory. There's 1,200 real estate agents approximately in Frederick County, and I'm not sure how many on the outside are bringing buyers into the area here, but it's higher. The bottom line is we have more demand for buyers to move into Frederick County and stay in Frederick County than to leave Frederick County. That is a really, really big thing to think about. So here are my thoughts. Um, the average home that uh, the average but the average agent helps five buyers per year. I do about 55, 60 or so transactions with buyers and sellers. So probably I'm almost half, maybe about 30 or so like that. But if everybody's just five of them and you got that many, that makes pretty good sense as far as those numbers. Um, The average home gets about 10 showings in the first week or two or three offers right now. That's what I've been seeing in the average homes that we've been listing and pretty much almost all price points in that regard. If every agent in the county was working with just three buyers right now, I'm working with 10, about 8 or 10. I have about 50 people in my home search going right now. 50 buyers that are like, Darren, if the right thing comes up, but the active buyers, I have about 8 or 10 right now active buyers. But let's just say the average agent in the county has three or four active buyers. That means there's 3,600 plus buyers right now in the market. I already know that number's low. I mean, we have 300,000 people living in Frederick County, approximately, I believe, somewhere in that ballpark. 
Um, but let's just say if everybody had 10, it'd be over 10,000 buyers looking to purchase a home in, in Frederick County. So um, that's pretty daunting number. Now, my prediction, I would say we probably have about 5,000 buyers from the inside of Frederick County and the outside of Frederick County looking right now. About 5,000 buyers are wanting to move into this area, stay in this area, in the whole nine yards. Here's the problem. We have 102 resale homes for sale. You've got 5,000 people want a piece of pie, and you got 102 pies to choose. That's it. And, not, of course, with every buyer, not every buyer meets into those criteria of those 102. Because here's the last thing I'm going to share that's really significant. Whenever I set up a home search for the average buyer, there's an average of about 20, 25 homes for sale that meet their search criteria. Right now, I've got a ton of buyers. There's maybe three to five homes that are meeting that criteria. That's what's flipping out right now. Buyers are just flipping out over that. So that's pretty much what's taking place. You guys take care. Next week, we're going to tackle everything you need to know about buying land. Happy, happy weekend. Buying and selling. Get in touch with us. We'll see you soon. Looking to purchase a home or refinance your existing mortgage? If so, Lawyer Signature Settlements is here to assist you with that process. Lawyer Signature Settlements is a local attorney-owned title company with over 100 years of combined experience conveniently located in Frederick, Maryland. We are licensed to conduct closings in the states of Maryland, Pennsylvania, Virginia, and West Virginia. With two attorneys on staff here at Lawyer Signature Settlements, we ensure the most thorough review process paired with affordable rates, accommodating scheduling, and outstanding customer service. So next time you need to place your signature on closing documents, call Lawyer Signature Settlements at 301-695-1235 or visit us on the web at www.signaturesettlements.com. We hope to see you at the closing table. Hello, this is Terry Kernan with Presidential Bank Mortgage in downtown Frederick. And the best way to reach me always is on my cell phone at 301 639 9244 301-639-9244, or you can always email me at tkernan at presidential.com. And this is Darren Ahern from REMAX Results. You can reach me anytime, 240-344-1713. Again, it's 240-344-1713, or at darrenahern at gmail.com. Thanks so much for tuning in to your Frederick Real Estate Update. We will see you each and every Saturday right here on WFMD at 11 o'clock.